I am literally running. You did. You said, I'm on my way, and now you're out of your breath. Yeah. Yeah. So on the way over here, on the day of this recording, it is pouring rain. Did you walk here? No. Oh, I was going to say. No, I drove. But it's pouring rain, and it's like 37 degrees, chance of snow tonight. Good. So pulling out of my office, racing over here because we have a 30-minute window, I uh, am stopped by a school bus, (laughs) and the school bus drops kids off to go to this daycare that is kind of behind uh, our offices. And three little kids get off. There's a daycare worker there to greet them. The assistant to the bus driver brings them to the yellow line in the middle of the road, and the daycare assistant meets her and then takes the three children and walks them across the rest of the road and then across an empty parking lot and into the daycare. Pouring rain, 37 degrees. So cute little kids that get their backpacks and their little parkas on and their hoods are up. And, of course, there's a gigantic puddle. And so the daycare worker dutifully grabs one of the kids by the the scruff mm-hmm. of their coat and tries to pick him up. And he's obviously too heavy for her, so <laughs> kind of drags the toes of his oh. feet through the water. The next one she picks up trying to get him over because she's trying not to step in the puddle and totally drops him right into the puddle. Like body. Whole body. Ugh. Legs, bum, back, backpack. Just, and the bus is pulling off. They have no idea. So she just yanks him up, throws the other one over, herself steps over. I mean, it's just a puddle. Yeah. Wouldn't you step in the puddle to be able to help three kids pass? Yes. Rather than risk yes. all, and all three of them got wet in some unnecessary <laughs> way. But they, she's dry as a bone. They ruined that. And I feel bad because, you know, it's not the kind of daycare where they probably have a whole lot of extra clothes or anything. So mm, That's sad. I was thinking a lot worse than that. I was thinking like the arm comes out and then a car almost hits them. And, oh, you know, we're goodness, in the day no. and age of people not paying a bit of attention. No, it's true. It's scary. The amount of texting and driving that is going on is... It's absurd. Am I mean, I mean to like get beside somebody and honk really hard and long, and then when they look at me, and I'm, wave your, I'm your like, yeah, phone at them. Yeah. Uh, do you ever do? You, uh, Who I, I don't know I, anybody that I, does that, but I, I wondered I, I, if I, it would be rude. I, oh. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you totally do. Yeah, I have. The uh, trip to Louisville that Joy and I made over the past weekend was uh, pockmarked by vehicles veering into our lane as a result of distracted driving. Yeah. Distracted driving is the same thing as buzzed driving. Buzz mm. driving is the same thing as drunk driving. The effect of distracted driving is the same 
as drunk driving. Wow. And people are getting hurt. We have people whom we know who are involved in an accident recently because of a drunk driver and people that we know involved in an accident because of a distracted driver. And guess yeah. what? The car looks the same. They're, it was beat up and the people feel the same. They're bruised and, and battered. Right. Be careful, friends. Yes. Be careful. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. It's not worth it. It's no. not worth it. We are uh, creeping ever uh, dutifully toward a, the Christmas season. Yes, we are. We are moving uh, <clears throat> ever onward into that. And, and, and it seems like, uh, well, let me ask you this. Do you, feel, do you feel good cheer in the air? Do you feel the, that people are full of good cheer? Mm, I haven't felt that this year. Not like I did last year. I felt it in the air. I'm trying to kind of really think about it. Do you think but, it's the weather? Yes. I, I also think that if you ask me, if you ask me tomorrow, well, it's supposed to be cloudy tomorrow too, right? It's supposed to snow at 2 a.m. Good. Well, ask me at 2 a.m. and I'll say, yeah, I feel it. Not sticky snow. Oh, like the gross, stupid kind? <laughs> Wet, dissolving. Mm-hmm. That's no fun. Well, I just think that if the sun were out, probably would say, yeah. Yeah. But I haven't felt the spark from the people, though, either. But I take that back. I take it back, Dr. Carroll. I have. I have felt the spark from the people. So I recant my statement. Okay. What about you? Yeah. That's yeah. good. I feel it. Uh, are you? Would you say you're ready? I'm ready. For Christmas? I you've, am. You've made your purchases? Mm. Would we say we're ready? Would we say we're ready? Well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm ready for the... I'm excited for it. I'm... Not prepared. not necessarily prepared. No, I think we talked about that last year. The difference between being ready and being prepared. <laughs> it's probably it seems familiar. It does if you want to scroll back to episode what divide that by? Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. Just I used to be so good at that. I'd never have been. What's good this one ten? I guess okay. Anyway, I think we've talked about the difference between being between being ready and prepared, and I don't think that uh, you're prepared, but I think you're ready. <laughs> My dad came in the office the other day and he said. What are those bobbleheads? Are those supposed to be you and Dr. Carroll? <laughs> yes. He that's said, hilarious. well, I can see the resemblance. I'm like, oh, thanks, Pop. We are not sure if that's complimentary or not. Well, I mean, I think it's like really funny. It's kind of like, hey, what are you doing here? And you're at the grocery store. <laughs> it's kind of like that moment. <laughs> right. What um, brings you here? Yeah, I'm walking the aisles. What brings you to this bar, belly up, <laughs> four empty glasses in front of you? Oh, uh, you know. Looking for a job. Do you all find yourselves, not you all, you, you are one person. Do you find yourself watching a movie? Let's say, for instance, The Sound of Music. It was on last night, ABC, and I was I went into the rabbit hole of The Sound of Music cast. Really? Crew. Yes. You mean like you started doing research online while it was playing in front of you kind yes, of thing? Yes, Because the movie is that awful? Oh, wait, wait, probably. Wait, what? Did I just come out and say? Yeah, that's fine. The last scene, the last shot when they're you know they're walking on the mountains and like that shot back in the fifty, I think it was fifty okay. something. Okay, it was essentially like a drone shot. You know, the helicopter, <laughs> and you see all of the the grass blowing, and they're you know you, from the choppers, yeah, propellers, and and then it slowly backs off. It's a pretty cool shot. Other than that. That's that's the only Joy and I recently. I, Joy was uh, insistent that Die Hard is a great movie, and I have never seen it, so we watched it. 
Is it a good movie? It is an awesome movie, and I'm not even. Is it kidding. on? Is it on streaming on Amazon Prime or something? We got it from Apple uh, Movies. On <laughs> oh, iTunes. you made an you made a diehard Apple iMovie. No, you made an iMovie. I just rented it via iTunes. Did you go to the Redbox or Blockbuster? And did you go to Alaska, the last Blockbuster? And then you edited it, did it, and pirated it off LimeWire. You can you can watch virtually any movie you want on Google, uh, and there's another website I can't remember what it is, but you can watch Ask it. Jeeves, no. Ask dot com. No, it's another one, but you can watch almost any. Anyway, we did oh, it the old fashioned way, and we rented it via streaming services through iTunes. And it is good, really. I'm gonna it's, make a note. It's phenomenal. It truly is. Like, what about it is good? I'm making a note the right now. The first few minutes, you know, you're getting used to the fact that it was not filmed in the last couple of years. Okay. And uh, and she was saying, and I think she's exactly right, if this were remade today yeah, with drone footage and, you know, some CGI thrown in there maybe. I mean, it's just, it's a great, it's a great movie. It's very suspense, suspenseful. Well, I just texted Megan said, let's watch Die Hard tonight. And that's all I said. I haven't texted her anything all day today. Bruce Willis. Okay. And Alan Rickman, who has recently died. He was a great actor. He died of pancreatic cancer. We paused it and asked Google, how did Alan Rickman die? Because I knew he had died. He's also in Love Actually, which you know is my favorite Christmas Great movie. movie. Anyway, Die Hard, if you haven't seen it. People say it's a Christmas movie because I didn't know this. I asked, and she, Joy said, because it takes place during a Christmas party. I've seen some stuff rolling around the social media about the best Christmas movie, and someone said Die Hard, and yes. then this, I didn't read the whole thread, or I don't know if it was a Reddit thread or what. That's why. Interesting. So I haven't seen any of the, you know, there's a Die Hard 2, and then there are two other ones, but it's... Die Hard again. Right. Please go ahead and Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> die Hard one more time. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, good stuff. You'll um, you'll enjoy it. What if... Okay, is there... Okay, is there a... a, a a niche, a niche for this. You and me watch movies 30 minutes at a time and we start and then we drink and then we just kind of commentate the movie of what's happening. Kind of like uh, Drunk History, but it's 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 Drunk R- Roger and Ebert and what was it? Ebert and Roper, right? Ebert e- and Roper? No. It did get, become that. Yes, it did. Roger. Did it? Siskel and Ebert. That's what I was thinking. And of. then Ebert, Ebert and Roper when okay. Siskel either. I didn't know that. I apologize. It's okay. I just I was all confused too. But yeah, a kind of drunk Siskel and Ebert is what I was thinking. <gasps> there's the there's the title. Drunk Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, those are two fun words to say together, real close. Like yeah, if Siskel and Ebert got drunk. Okay. Yeah, it's good. So yeah. So um, while you think about how to... <laughs> Thanks for steering me. I'm thinking about how to monetize that, so we'll get back to that. But I want to know what you do for yourself or what you would maybe recommend others do who are uh, limping toward a holiday season as a result of grief or sadness or brokenness or darkness of, of some kind or other. What what do you say? We we're having we're hosting services mm-hmm. right, for uh, people for whom the holidays are a difficult season, and we have many of them. Sometimes they're called Blue Christmas. Sometimes on December twenty first, it's called the longest night. The point being, 
it is not necessarily the most wonderful time of the year for a lot of people. It's a very sad time. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas memories are not always happy ones, or maybe Christmas memories are all there are. There are no present or future Christmases to be enjoyed. So it makes it a difficult time. What do you do for yourself? You have children at home. Christmas, of course, as we all would say, is for the children. Mm-hmm. You have your own kind of nativity scene there with a still small baby in your life and a couple of sheep, the other two kids, some shepherds, you know, wise folk, who, as we know, were not there. They were on their way. They're on their way. What do you do to move yourself out of a, a bluish, darkish season into, into what Christmas might could possibly mean for you? I think I have seasonal depression anyway so it doesn't really help that you know we're we're literally tugged in 52 directions yeah you know go to this house go to that house go to our house go to his house and you're letting somebody down it never fails all of you who are listening let's be 100 transparent you are letting someone down this holiday season I think I'm letting someone down right now just by being in this room. I think by us breathing, we're letting someone down. It doesn't. It, it literally. <laughs> my point is, is I, I think acknowledge acknowledgement is the first first thing. You know, like I have seasonal struggles because it's dreary outside. Oh, on top of that, you know, we've cut ten Christmases down to two Christmases. So what about those eight other families that I'd love just as much, or you know, the the preparedness or level thereof or lack thereof i think i just acknowledge that i'm in a funk or in a sucky moment just christmas as a whole is beautiful like the the memory making and and the smells and and all of that and do you all go to church somewhere on christmas eve uh yes do you do midnight mass or do we you used do to evening we'll, we'll do evening yeah nice and you know listening to and seeing everyone in their red and their green and oh that's kind of neat i think the whole grief aspect like because i think a lot of like granddad or my my grandmother my i call her mamma who passed away october a couple years ago she was the glue for my father's side of the family that christmas doesn't even happen anymore yeah so it's like you know it's those are those are memories of old that we'll never get again and they just do you ever think about your children growing up and having families of their own and and them splitting holiday time with their spouses, families? And- I don't. And you know what? If I do, it wouldn't bother me. I'm that guy. I don't. I think it's great. You know, my sons will hopefully bring home some uh, an awesome significant other and yeah, have a happy happy relationship with the other side. And I think that's something to be proud of and happy for them for. Yeah. Do you get the hum hum drummies? No, of course you don't. No, it's and I'm I not mean, saying that out of mockery. I've, I want to preface I've that. I've thought about it before, but um, no, I mean I don't love the fact that it gets dark at four fifteen, <laughs> which it does. And for people who are not this far east in the t- central yeah. time zone, you d- you can't understand it. But mm-hmm. it is dark at four fifteen. Correct. I mean, it is nighttime dark by four thirty. Yeah. And then the, the the other side of the coin is if you're on Eastern time in the morning, it is not light until mm-hmm. seven 
ish. Yeah, which is that's how it was for me growing up. Oh my gosh, where you'd get up and get ready for school and it was dark, but it was lighter in the you know it, it's okay because we're just we are literally five days away from that changing because the longest night of the year is December twenty first, the winter solstice. After that, it becomes longer nights uh, every day. There was like a weird day, and this may sound stupid, scientifically impossible, blah, blah, blah. It felt like at the beginning of this month, there was like one day where it stayed light and abnormally longer period of time. That's and weird. I don't yeah. know how that was possible because even Bo, my buddy Bo, who lived you know near where we record, was, was calling me about something else. He's like, is it being like, weirdly lighter than normal and i'm like yeah it kind of is i don't know if there was like a storm in the air reflecting or something could have been yeah but it happened or um yeah the you know the moon was super full on a couple days ago Mm. it was very bright very bright seasonal affective disorder is as we've discussed before a variation of depression it's to be taken seriously so it's not specifically depression no, it is. It oh, is okay. a. F- it is one version of the kinds of depressive feelings that people can experience. Well, I flat out am admitting that I have that. Yeah. So, what are you doing for that? Because you're not the only one. <laughs> Obviously, I don't think it's good to go in a tanning bed because you know. All right. But I remember uh, there was a, a place in the UK uh, when I lived over in Scotland. It was kind of a UV bar, and they had these light tubes all over the bar and it was because it gets dark there you know it's it's north Mm -hmm. it's very north so it gets dark early and can stay dark a long time and uh people would go in this bar and they'd get the necessary uv i don't know that that still exists because you know there are some cancerous risks there but obviously that's not a good thing but what do you do i mean do you surround yourself with people whom you love do you keep yourself busy doing things that you enjoy do you make use of you know time indoors getting things accomplished that you wish you had have gotten accomplished but it was so nice and bright later on in the summer that you don't think to do indoor tasks like i think there are a lot of things that you can do to help assuage some of the effects of sad or seasonal affective disorder what do you do i do all of the above i stay and have stayed extra busy if you noticed i'm always trying to find the next thing the next deal little things like the shower door at our house of this really nice glass door shower handle and the handle became had kind of come loose a little bit so i went and fixed that and then there's some quarter round there's like Mm -hmm. 12 and a half inches of quarter round that needed to be replaced so i got that measured and cut i mean just stupid stuff like that uh always trying to find an opportunity do you have a saw no oh you had it cut uh yeah here at the funeral home not at my house. You have a, oh, a quarter round at the there, funeral home. There, no, a quarter round at the house. I have tools at the funeral home. Oh, okay. So then I go back. Measure it, yeah, cut it. Measure, measure yeah. it, cut it, take it home and, and do that. Measure twice, cut once. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds very productive and very um, industrious. Take vi- that, It's not as industrious as it sounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I like a lot me, of light. I want light everywhere in our house yes and and i don't go in the wonder boy offices shout out to the wonder boys but they have they call it edit 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 light or whatever you know their screens they don't want glare so it's like you know night in there and it's awful i just like light as you no, can thank you see yeah yeah i want a lot of light and uh, warm 
Yeah. Uh, I like warm. Do, do you ever walk? I'll walk outside. Like when it's sunny, even though it's cold, I still have a really nice warm coat because I don't like being cold. You know, like I don't mind being cold, but like if you're if you're yeah. comfortable and taking that walk, it's nice. You get that air in your lungs. Yeah. Good. Yeah. good. A good brisk walk is good for you if you mm-hmm. have a nice warm coat, pair yep. of warm shoes, warm socks. Yep. Speaking of which, I think our sock game is on point today. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. It's not what it says, but you have ornaments like candy cane and actual cute ornaments, and I have the Christmas lights. Oh, so we're like collectively what's needed to make a Christmas tree look pretty. That's sweet. Um. Yeah, so <laughs> the uh, I think the point is surround yourself with people whom you care about. Yeah. Eat well. Get good sleep. That is the hardest thing. I Stay think, away from alcohol. What? Absolutely. <laughs> alcohol is a depressant. Yeah, but I was, I'm going back to the food thing because this time of year it's like, let's eat some stuffed crust pizza. Let's eat some leftover chicken salad on a really nice croissant. That sounds delicious. I know. I had that for yesterday. From yesterday. <laughs> had that for yesterday. I don't think chicken salad is unhealthy. No, but the beautifully buttered bread croissant is croissant. I saw a sign that said, uh, I did CrossFit this morning. <laughs> oh, no. And it, <laughs> it said me. And then it said, friend, it's pronounced croissant <laughs> and you ate four. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, staying away from uh, eating good food, doing vitamin supplements, and staying away from alcohol will, in fact, directly impact your mood. Which one of those do you do properly? I don't drink a lot. Period, but um, I don't I don't drink during the week at all, really. To speak of, every now and then I might have a, a beer at dinner, but typically I just will have alcohol on the weekends, huh. and uh, not a lot because obviously I have to drive drive us around places, and that's right. not going to be irresponsible. So, but I I am not given to um, depressive feelings. And, and I know that there are a lot of people who are a lot right. of the time. And I, I keep trying to tell them, I'll, don't, don't drink that. That only makes it worse. Yeah. Stick with water, hot tea, something delicious, even if it has sugar in it, like mm. eggnog or juices or something. But I have a confession. I've never had eggnog in my life. Not once. I don't even know what I don't even know what it tastes like. Is it why do they call it eggnog? Is it made of eggs? What's the nog? I don't know the answer to that. It's kind of like I would never in a million it's like years custard. eat. It's like custard, and that has egg in it, Ugh. or I grits mean, you, you, like grits. Why would you have grits? Like grit, what? Grits is delicious. Grits is corn, just ground corn. Okay, well, it's, it's incredible. What's another With nasty salt and butter? Oh, really? Oh my goodness! I'm weird about names of things. So eggnog. What is it? What is the te- texture? What is? Is it? Thi- it's Ooh, thick. I just got. It's did thick. you see that? I got chills thinking of like. It's thick. Yeah. Oh. I mean, <laughs> it's like Pepto Bismol, but a little thicker. But but <laughs> but not real? pink. And and the taste is amazing. I mean, the taste has. It tastes like nutmeg. It tastes. It's just, it's custard, it's liquid custard. It's delicious, but you either love it or you hate it. I don't know anyone who's ambivalent about eggnog. Can you drink, can you chug eggnog? I do. No one in my family likes it, so I don't even buy it. I have an idea. How about we make some and drink some together next episode? Okay. We'll, eggnog next episode. That's, that's a fact. We'll do that. The next episode will release on Christmas Eve day. Perfect, because so. everyone's going to want to listen to us while they open their presents and or cook their... 
Christmas ham. We should ham. record an entire episode of us just saying Christmassy things. That's fine. And breaking into Christmassy songs, and people can just have it playing. Perfect. Uh, in the background while their children are opening Christmas gifts. And hey, babe! We, the kids are ready to open presents! We can become that, a part of the people's Christmas tradition. Kind of like what we would listen to in the background. Is that what how it sounds like at your house? I mean, no, it's not so much that. But like growing up, you know, the kids and everybody's screaming through the rooms and the walls, which is my biggest pet peeve, by the way. I hate communication through walls. Oh. I would rather jump off of this roof. My mom would stand at the bottom of the stairs and saying, Boys, good morning. This is for Christmas? Every day. Oh. <laughs> well, um, did you have, let me rephrase, did you have the privilege of listening to the entire birth narrative from Luke chapter 2 before you were allowed to go into the room where Santa had been? Is this real? It's a real question I'm asking. I'm asking. I did not, but is this real for you? 100%. Oh, my gosh. My, Talk about torture for a child. Yeah. My parents would require that we go into their bedroom and this we would Carol. sit on their bed. And my father would read from Luke, the Lucan birth narrative, the entire thing, you know, that like 30 days of <laughs> Caesar Augustus, there was uh, oh. attacks and... Poor, poor Joseph and and Miriam. We call Mary. Her pregnant and you just self. sat there and had to take that. Yeah, and in your mind, you're like, what gleaming, glistening, <laughs> heavenly, golden goodness lie twenty five feet from where? Yeah, we you are. could smell the wrapping paper. Well, that's the thing. You, know, our Santa gifts aren't wrapped because Santa is busy, man. Busy, busy, busy. Mm. So he didn't have time. He doesn't have time to wrap. Well, elves do our wrapping. Santa wraps at our house. Yeah, Santa's legit. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that was was our deal. And so every year we tell our girls, okay, come in our room. We're going to read from the Bible, but we want to get it in context. So in order to understand fully what's happening in first century Palestine around the person of Jesus, we need to begin in the beginning. Genesis chapter one. Oh, no. <laughs> and after 66 books, which takes a year to read, right? then we have Christmas morning. And the, they roll their eyes and just pass, walk right past me. That's awesome. Yeah. I love Christmas morning. So what are we going to do when I come over for Christmas morning? Well. Can uh, I wear we a onesie? We won't probably be answering the door because we'll be in, uh, in the basement where we can't hear anything. Well, I'll just come down to the basement and do some like Michael Myers stuff. I said basement. I meant panic room. We'll be in the oh, panic yeah. room. That's fine. The doors will be closed and the alarms are on, so we won't. <laughs> oh, no, there lights and stuff going everywhere. Search lights. Yeah. Outside. Anyway, so yeah, we should have a Christmassy thing next mm-hmm. time where we say Christmassy stuff for. I'm fine with that. For at least a part of it, and people could play it. I don't think anyone's going to do that. Yeah. Why not? Why can't they invite us into their homes? Ladies and gentlemen, I understand that you can choose many different podcasts and things to listen to, but this episode and the future episodes, especially Christmas Eve's episode, yeah, we look forward to episode 110, 111. Yep. It's going down. It's going down tonight. So uh, <clears throat> any other customs that you have as a family? We, 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 Christmas is just a, an awesome day. Filled the morning breakfast and, and then you open the presents and it's just a fun day of kind of vegging out, really, being together. 
that was that was always our that was always our tradition. Christmas yeah. Eve was at my grandmother's, and Christmas Day was at home with the family, and then my grandma and granddad's. I'm interested to see what happens be- this year because every year our kids want to sleep later, <laughs> so you'll have it at like six p.m. Yeah, it'll eventually become like Christmas lunch, <laughs> not Christmas morning. <laughs> Um, awesome, I, I want to circle back around though to the seasonal affective thing mm-hmm. uh, because I, I want I, first of all I want good things for you and for everyone who experiences sadness this time of year and I really do want to encourage people to find meaningful measures by which to take control of their own thinking. Yeah, it is a real thing, everyone, and like myself, but Truly there is. are a lot of people listening that might that might make light of it, like I tend to do and joke and so forth, but. It, I mean, it really does. It bogs me down. So yeah. please continue. I, I I just wanted to make certain that I my personal making light of it is my personal dealings with it. Well, I, I like bright lights. I want healthy food. And I want the people whom I love and adore uh, around. And, you know, it's a great it's a great thing to uh, play games with your kids and uh, watch, watch fun stuff on TV mm-hmm. and, you know, get some kind of exercise. That's why I like the Christmas movies so much, I think, at this time. Because yeah. it's like brings that joy. It's like just so funny. I, I definitely don't navigate toward Christmas movies. I mean, I have to walk in and it's on. I, I would never, let's go watch a Christmas movie. I, go, I love it. Yeah, people do. Oh, yeah. I mean, my uh, my Apple TV screen is full of Christmas movie options that everybody else in the world is streaming. Um, you, you bypass it and go watch Project Runway. <laughs> I'm like, I want to watch. I want to watch uh, America's Funniest Videos. We oh watched a great God. movie uh, last this weekend um, with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. Knocked up? No. <laughs> oh, the, the long shot. Oh, it's called Long Shot. Oh. Secretary of State. Yeah. Is it the up? newer one of them to get the the one that came out in 2018? That's right. Yes. Yeah, I guess it was 2018. It was cute really cute. That's good. And then we started one that we didn't end up enjoying very much, so we switched over to Die Hard and had a really <laughs> nice time watching that. Megan just wrote back and said, ha, why? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 110. Well, uh, well, I wish you well. Thanks, Nathan. Man. In this wintry season. Winter hasn't even begun. Not to put too much of a wet blanket <laughs> yes. on things, but it actually doesn't begin until Saturday the 21st. Oh, my gosh. But then we're on our way up longer nights every single day. So I just mean, notice. If there'd be snow on the ground, I'd be happy. Because it reflects light or because it feels like Probably. winter? Probably. Yes. All that stuff. Yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. Find warmth in the people who surround you. Amen, man. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for us to give, uh, give these listeners a break. It's probably time to pull over and use the restroom. Mm. Maybe go get some coffee. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to episode number 111, complete with eggnog. Yes, absolutely. And some Christmas cheer. I'm Nathan. I'm Jonathan. This is You'll Die Trying. <laughs>